There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. We are live, boys. I didn't even do the intro. That's <laughs> Oh no, I didn't. I forgot to do the intro. Come back, Toby. I've just put my phone. I don't think anyone missed the intro. Shall I play it? Let me play it. Play it, yeah. Because they might have missed it. Hang on. That's a world first, isn't it? Right, stand by everyone for the intro now that I should have played before I hit the go live button. Sorry about this, Toby. Um, I'll tell you about Toby in a minute. Hang on. I'll I'll play the intro now. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. I think we're back now. Well, what a ragtag operation it is. <laughs> Last week on the long run show, like the girls had it absolutely sus. It went straight through, no qualms, brilliant discussions, all this sort of thing. Then we get the keys back and uh, <laughs> everything turns brown. But here we are. Yeah, once again, it's the 40 runs, the long run podcast and live stream. In association with our friends and sponsors at Sketches. And tonight we've got a special guest. We've got um, psychoanalyst Gary Lane, who is has very kindly joined us. Um, keen runner as well. And we're going to have a good chat about all things running and mental health. Not necessarily just the basics about it being good, the exercise being good for your mental health, but also a few little tips and things to discuss about um when you suffer setbacks, your mindsets, and things like that. So we're, we're just going to see how it goes, really. We're going to have a big chat about that. Thanks for coming, Gary. Anyway, was... You're more than welcome, mate. It's a pleasure. Yeah. It's lovely to have you. Hayden's in the house as well. Evening. How you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Good to be back. Yeah. We had, we've had a couple of weeks off because we weren't um, – we had a pre-record, didn't we, Christopher? Yeah, and I'm, then, I'm trying to do stuff here. I don't want oh, to do okay, it. Karen. I won't talk to him. Right, we're not going to talk to Chris tonight. Sorry about that for everybody who's tuned in. Yeah, for the eight people who've tuned in to listen to Chris tonight, <laughs> unfortunately, you know, perhaps he's not going to contribute because he's looking at the buttons now. It's like, you know, you know how your dad used to look in the front, like under the bonnet of the car when it wasn't going. You're stuck on a labour, an holiday, or something like that, and just looking as if he knows what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, I don't. He's no not there, really. No I put clear. that link in. What it was is Toe. Uh, an evening, everybody. Welcome back. Hope everybody's well. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad Gary's here. I'm glad the team's back. Everything's awesome. But I, I just, I don't really know. Toby's dropped me in it because Toby's, and you can't, please don't tell him that I've told you, right? But he's gone away to propose to his girlfriend this weekend. Hence, the artist <laughs> being the best man. Now, honestly, don't say anything. I know we're live, but he won't be listening, so it don't matter. So he's gone away to propose. He's gone up north. It's genuine. You go around his house, the defender won't be there. He's gone away to propose to his girlfriend. And he asked me to be his best man uh, yesterday when I saw him. 
And and I said to him, do you mind? He said, no, nah, so, you know, relax, Toby. So we've got to wish Toby the best of luck with his proposal. He can fill us in next week when we're talking. What we talk about next week? We've got loads of stuff coming out. I'll, I'll just rattle through what we've got yeah, coming up. There's quite a few little things. Big half next week. Massive event. Really looking forward to that. That's going to be an absolute cracker. I'm looking forward to it. Always a great 40 event. And uh, we'll be looking forward to that next week. The week after is, in my view, the best running weekend of the year. It's Great North Run weekend. Loads of us heading up to Newcastle. We have got the legend, the Geordie legend that is Ian Wilson, ultra runner extraordinaire. He's 1,000th run every day today. And Trevor Gale, so hats off to him. Yeah, big shout out. Brilliant, brilliant effort. Ian knows everything. What you don't know about the Great North Run, it ain't worth knowing anyway. So, <laughs> but we're going to have him on, and he's going to be chatting away and talking. To, he's always great company. And we're looking forward to that. And also, the week after, we are planning a um, sort of London Marathon beginners guide. So we're going to be talking all sorts of things London Marathon, and we'd like your questions. But because Chris and Toby and a few other gallant souls will be uh, climbing the biggest mountain in Britain that day. They're going up to uh, Ben Nevis, and they're going to try and scale that as if doing two marathons in the month isn't enough. <laughs> they're going up to do that. So it's going to be a pre-record. So we'd love your emails to longrunshow at gmail.com. So anything, any questions about London Marathon, running it, we've got Chris will be on. Chris has run it five times, done five Londons. I'll be doing my, I'll be going for my fifth marathon, uh, London right. Marathon medal. He's done um, fifth. Like, I used to live down the road from Blackheath, so I've got, I can – hopefully point you in the right direction for your logistics on the day, where to get off the train, where to avoid stuff, where the crowds are going to be and things like that. So everything to do with the London Marathon, we're going to do that as a pre-record in two weeks' time. So please get your emails in about that. Now, we've had a few technical issues with Gary already in the warm-up, haven't we? You know, as if a stressful Friday at work wasn't bad enough yeah, for some of us. So um, we, we're going to crack on now. Mm. with the um the mental health stuff before we say a few things yeah go on mate yeah before we do that um uh winning inters uh maybe are you taking a client uh, maybe um because when the london marathon finishes i may lose one um so email me uh cef at 40 runs.com but there wasn't but so what i was gonna say is stick your questions in we've got uh, the great thing about this show Amazing, apart from having Sketches sponsor us and support us. Um, and by the way, you can, two plugs, Wilco, get 10% off at Start Fitness. Use the code 40 runs. Uh, we don't get paid for that, but 10% off at Start Fitness. Um, and don't forget your free national running show tickets because we're going to be there. Use yeah. the code 40 runs. It's going to be a You want to go to Birmingham and see us. So you want to come to Birmingham and see us <laughs> and hang out. But the, what I wanted to say, apart from those two plugs, was to get your comments in. We want to hear from you. So as we dive into the convo tonight, you can, whether it's, you know, when we're talking mental health, talk about mental health, or if you just want to talk about, you know, what Toby's ring that he's got for his girlfriend, <laughs> you know, whatever. We don't care. Stick them in the comments. But we want to hear from you tonight. So that's the beauty of this live stream. Have you got us on Facebook? Uh, I don't know idea where we are. Uh, we could be in the face. Yeah, we must be because somebody wrote. Yeah, Penny earlier. said hello. Yeah, Penny yes, said hello. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. So get your questions in is the point. Yeah. And we want to hear from you. So sorry, Wilco. That yeah, was... just before. And yeah. ju- we've alluded to it before. Uh, just before I start with Gary, I just want to say thank you to Sabrina, Gemma, Mel and Abby for last week's brilliant women. Great show. Great show about women's issues, but it wasn't just women's issues as well. And I'd urge there was some of the stuff towards the end would not be of any interest to blokes. But I thought the first sort of 45 minutes very pertinent about women's safety and things like that. And I thought it was really good, really eye opening sort of stuff. And um, I think everybody could take heed with what the girls were saying. So pop back into um, you know, on your Spotify, your Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts and uh, dig that one out. It was a brilliant job, and we shall be having more of that, and we'll be seeing more of the girls in various sort of guises and uh, guest appearances in the coming months. So uh, I just wanted to thank them for that. So, Gary, sorry, mate. We've taken eight minutes and 18 seconds to get around the talking to you. <laughs> okay, mate. That's fine. Thanks ever so much for joining us. Um so um, we've been meaning to do a mental health special for a long time. 
And um, the issue that we've mainly had is that um, we wanted somebody who could come on who um, was an expert in the field and, and could um, could expand on what the sort of like the generalizations are about r- running and uh, mental health. So if we just go over the sort of like the can we just go over the basics about what the the primary benefits are? Because I'm sure lots of people who are listening to this have already found that their mental health has been improved by involved in more sort of exercise. Yeah. So, you know, you've got like the obvious things like, you know, the chemical release, dopamine, et cetera, et cetera. But I think for me, you know, when you're looking at movement in general, um, you know, the benefits of just is just getting out there and having a purpose. And I think what running gives you is, you know, it's first of all, is a purpose, isn't it? You know, like, you know, mm. if you're, if you've got a run, you've got a plan. So, you know, you know what you're doing. And I think as human beings, you know, if we don't have a purpose, like we, we fall over, don't we? You know, it's like, you know, having a car, getting in a car and just driving around and around in circles, you know, you know, if you don't, mm. you, you know, if you haven't got a purpose, you'll, you'll fall over, wouldn't you? So I think, you know, it's like, that's one of the benefits of it. And I think um, as well with regards to when people are kind of suffering and they, you know, and they feel a bit low, you know, they're, you know, self-esteem, those kind of things um, are probably the first things to go. And again, running will give you, you know, something to aim to, won't it? Mm. You know, you know. So, do you think? So, do you think the biggest thing is like the the directional aspect, the fact that you know. I do, yeah. Yeah, I do. You know, and I think you know the reason why people, you know, after people have had a big race that they've, you know, that they've worked up to, and you talk about it all the time on there, you know, is the people like hit that low, is because they got nothing else after it, have they? Mm. You know, so and for me. It's about falling in love with the process. It's not like about you know, like the goal achievements. You know, the goals are brilliant, aren't they? Do you know, and I would like, you know, advocate everyone to kind of celebrate the wins. But it's the process. It, what it gives you is it gives you that consistency, doesn't it? It gives you that, you know, like you have to hydrate, you have to eat well, do you know, like and, and you've got like that routine every day. And, you know, and that's for me, that's the biggest thing that, it, that, that you get out of it. Yeah. So, to, and how much do you think it is linked to the sort of like how much how compatible is sort of like the physical and the mental health sort of aspects of running? Massively. Like for me, mental health is like you know it's a doing thing. You know, you can have all the information in the world, but if you don't do anything about it, it's not going to work, is it? So, you know, and I think you know if you look at you know you look at Couch to Five K, you know, and the phenomenal success that that's had. You know, what you're doing is. You know, if you're so our brains really are designed, they're pleasure seeking devices, aren't they? Like, they it, it mm. doesn't like pain, so it will just kind of seek out, um, you know, the quick fix. And we live in a, an environment now where you know you've got quick fixes everywhere you look, haven't you? Do you know, even if it's like through your phone, but what running does it, it gives you that challenge, doesn't it? So, like, you know consistently what you're doing is you're putting yourself in a in a state that's uncomfortable and what that does it you know it it broadens your kind of comfort zone doesn't it you know like when you start a couch to 5k you know your comfort zone is like sitting on the couch isn't it so it's it's really small isn't it so like and i think you know the first day of a couch to 5k is a rest day i think so like but but what you're doing is you know like consistently you're getting up you're walking and then there's like 30 seconds or a minute of running there's the uncomfortable with it and then what you're doing is you're progressively getting the uncomfortable bit bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and what that does is it's kind of it broadens your capacity to deal with external stresses that you would have in everyday life gives you more capacity doesn't it so so what you so when um you're taking on those extra challenges you feel that you're able to uh manage situations better that will yeah. arise at work at Absolutely. you know at school uh, yeah. with your relationships yeah. and all that sort of thing so does it sort of in many ways does it sort of like create like a blueprint a model yeah. for you to follow that's, that's exactly what it does doesn't it because i think most mental health issues are an avoidance of 
or an inability to be able to manage big feelings. So what we do is the brain will go, oh, I'm not, I'm going to avoid that situation. I'm going to go like in, a, in another route and kind of get a quick fix, whether that's, mm-hmm. you know, through the thousands of different kind of addictions that there are. That's what the addiction does, isn't it? It's like a painkiller. But so what running does, it puts you in an environment where you're consistently uncomfortable. Yeah. He's breaking up. Oh, don't tell me we've lost him. Have we can't lose Gary. We can't we can't lose Gary mid convo. It was it was it was getting really interesting. Oh yeah, no, what a nightmare. But this is the problem. This is live. This is this is oh he's back. Hold tight, he's back. Hold on, hold on. He's back. Here he's back. Here we go. Sorry, mate, we missed you. He was in full flow as well. I know I was. Where was I before I got cut off? We were talking about it being a sort of like um a blueprint for other aspects of your life, the way that you manage your running plan and things like that. Yeah. So so most mental health issues are like an avoidance of um big emotions so like trauma is um an experience that you've had that there is like a powerful emotional attachment to it so generally what we will do is we will avoid similar experiences Mm. if that's like one off if it's happened consistently through like in you know in our early development through um you know, abuse, neglect, or bullying at school, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Like, so our capacity to deal with external stressors shrinks. So, like, we will avoid similar um, big emotions. Do you know mm. whatever they are? Do you know what I mean? We will avoid them. But what running does is it gets you used to being uncomfortable. So it, it expands mm. it. So when you know we have when the universe throws a boulder at you you know, you will be, you have more capacity to deal with like the emotional um, significance of whatever it is that the universe has thrown. And it doesn't, so it doesn't become sort of like the shock and the, you know, your whole life sort of collapses because you're able to take stock from your experience in, um, you know, doing your running and things like that. So not, you you don't catastrophize so much. It doesn't become the end of the world, you know, although, Plainly, lots of very serious things happen to lots of people. Absolutely, yeah. You can, you can have the ability to, you you can you can almost be better prepared for them. Absolutely, and and again, like what running does, it you know it 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 focuses on your physiology, doesn't it? Do you know what I mean? So like you're taking care of your body holistically. Do you know like you know hydrating, diet, or whatever, or you know whatever that is. So your body's prepared better do you know like you know yourself like if, you know if you're struggling one day you can probably pinpoint you know certain aspects of your life like you're not getting enough sleep drunk too much of the weekend you know whatever that might be um so that like if you're looking after yourself holistically um you know your capacity your mental health capacity is you know you're better prepared for, for it aren't you mm. So is it a case of sort of like, I mean, we've used um, Couch to 5K as an example, and it is a good one because it's sort of like the the foundation that a lot of people, it's the first thing that a lot of people, I didn't do it personally, but it's the thing that lots of people do who go running, they start off with that and then they build up, they find it, they don't like it and stuff. It's almost like you're building a foundation for your life. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. That's how I started three years ago when I started running Couch to 5K. Yeah, tell us your own story, mate. So, like, I've always been active, played a lot of rugby when I was younger at a good standard, you know, always been in and around the gym, like, throwing myself around doing it classes and stuff like that. And I'd always like running, but I would go out off the bat and do 5K. And any time I went over 5K, I'd always get injured because I used to take my ego out with me. So then, like... Three and that was, I think, one of the biggest things that I got off from this channel at the beginning. Like, was to, you know, leave your ego at home. Um, so then I started to catch the five k and just kind of progressed from there and just kind of gradually built it up and built it up and built it up. Because you know, I learned how to run. Hmm. I, you know, leaving my ego at home, and I think you know that's probably one of the biggest tips that I got out of it is, you know, is to do that because. You know, especially for me that's played sport at quite a decent 
level, do you know, there's a lot of ego about, aren't there? Do you know? So, yeah. you know, you want to like, oh, I'm going to do like just run 10k off off the bat and then can't walk for two weeks. Mm. I find it's not just that as well. Sorry to butt in, but the whole ego thing goes back to pressure, social yeah. media. If you're trying to be someone maybe that you're possibly not or you're not at that stage yet, you're putting further pressure on yourself. And we all know pressure leads to mental breakdowns, mental stability. Life becomes harder because you want to be that person that maybe you're really not. So egos really, there's a lot of running. Unless you're at that absolute top level, egos, they just don't have a place in the community that we average day runners sort, sort of running. Absolutely. Like when you're old and fat like me, do you know what I mean? It's no good. <laughs> so, um, Hayden, what's your, how do you find that your um, your mental health gets boosted by um, your yeah, exercise I've been, running? I've been, oh, it's lucky the word, I'm, I'm not sure if it is. I've been, I've never really suffered severely from any kind of mental health. But the one thing I will find with running where, and actually it's quite recent for me, well, I could see me going down that route, if that is the right way to put it, without a doubt, and is injury. So for a runner, your almost biggest fear, if you become really into this running, it becomes something that you really want to do. The minute you're stopped from doing that, that becomes mm. a problem. And for me, and I know a lot of athletes, well, I've listened to a lot of people talk about this, injury is one of the biggest things that can lead you down that path that isn't the nicest path. Mm. It plays with your mind. It stops you doing something you love. And recently, literally, I've had a stupid little injury that probably was going to take me out for two or three weeks. All sorts go through your mind. Am I going to be able to run again? Shall I give this a miss? Am I getting too old? Shall I stop this? Shall I just do coaching? Shall I just do all these things go around in your mind? And unless and if you've got any background of anything where you're not at your most stable. Wow. It's an absolute minefield out there. And especially as well, if you're using running to help with your mental health. And suddenly you get injured and you can't do that running. Yeah. What, 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 do, what do you do? Yeah, what about, yeah, what about setbacks, Gary? How about, you know, people coping with that when they've, you know, they've made a bit of progress? Yeah, so, like, it was interesting. Like, you sent me over a question earlier on, which which was, like, along those routes. Um, yeah. And, like, they talked about, you know, f- feeling low and, like, envying other people going out, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I think for me, like, if you look at, you know, like, if you look at your body, you get injured because you've got a weak point in your body. So, you know, through overuse, overtraining, whatever that whatever that issue is, you know, your body will give out. But for me, like, generally, is you know, like, Hayden, what you just said, like, so people generally will focus on what they, what they haven't got. Do you know what I mean? Like you haven't got, you're coming from a place of scarcity, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? Where you can't run. So for me, it's about focus on what you can do. So, you know, it gives you an ideal opportunity to focus on your strength and conditioning. You know, you know, you can kind of cross train, go on a bike, go swimming. I know it's not ideal, but like if you, if you know, if you set your mindset as like, you know, I'm going to come back stronger. I'm going to come back better and focus on, you know, what you can do rather than what you can't do. And I think the other thing is kind of, we kind of get into that victim mentality, don't we? Do you know what I mean? Like where you kind of poor me, this, that and the other. And it's, but I think if you look at, you know, if you, if you kind of slightly change it and look at it as in this has happened for me, not to me. So it's happened for a reason. So it's happened because, you know, my calf is, you know, needs strengthening or, you know, is or whatever whatever the injury is. And, you know, focus on what you can do rather than what you can't do. And I think most people do that um, generally in life, don't they? Do you know, like I think as human beings, we are utterly world-class at telling everyone like how bad things are, <laughs> especially in this country. Do you know what I mean? We are like, you know, gold medal holders, aren't we? At telling everyone like how bad things are. But generally, like, you know, we move away from celebrating our wins and looking at kind of things that are going right and the things that we can look forward to. I'd imagine that, um, you know, in your professional capacity, you see lots of lots of people with lots of different issues and lots of different, um, well, I mean, virtually unique. I'd imagine everybody's got their own thing. How much do you talk to them about the the benefits of exercise and running? And is it something that you, um, you're keen to sort of, yeah 
what movement in general really do you know like somebody when somebody comes to me you know with you know challenges in life generally like in an assessment i will look at their over like holistically look at their overall health do you know like look at you know are they sleeping you know what's you know what's their work life balance like etc 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 and then like kind of encourage people to kind of have a morning routine where you know, you're getting yourself in the best physical state to go and attack the day, do you know what I mean? Rather than, you know, tip yourself out of bed, drink a coffee, no breakfast, and then go straight to work. And, you you know, you're or like even get up, have a coffee, watch the news, become like, you know, and, and the news is everything again, and it's telling you what's wrong with the world. Um, you know, there's, there's very little kind of, positive affirmation that you're going to take out of watching the news every day then you go on your phone he's gone again oh not again just at the right moment it's it's like you know it's like that bit you know if you're like watching football and then what was it one of the champions league was it one of the games when it just froze or was it the england game when it went to an advert that's like, yeah you're so engrossed in the combo and then, and then like that. Yes, yeah, we read a few sort of like observations yeah, of people got, from the comments stuff, because there's been some good stuff. Oh, I like the ticker, by the way. That looked pretty flash. Uh, yeah, I had that. I was, um, I found, I was trying to get rid of, if you're listening to this on the podcast, we we, we show some stuff up while, while this is going on, some like, I was sponsored by Sketches, Temps and stuff. And, stuff. and I found this thing while I was, <laughs> I, I, I left one up there by accident and I was trying to clear it. And then I found this ticker thing. So I started playing with that. So sorry about that. Here's football legend Jamie Redknapp for Skechers ArchFit Footwear. Okay, I know what you're thinking. ArchFit Footwear? Nah, I don't need arch support. Well, I thought the same, and these are still my favorite trainers. You see, Skechers ArchFit are great for virtually everybody. ArchFit was designed by experts, giving you podiatrist-certified arch support and all-day comfort. Plus, I don't wear them just for arch support. I love how they look too. Feel what you've been missing with Skechers ArchFit. Find Skechers ArchFit footwear for men and women everywhere. Right, hang on. So, Uh, yeah, so we've had loads of comments coming in, like loads. Um, Do you want to rattle for a few then? Well, we've we've got questions and we'll come on to those. Yeah. Um, firstly, I think somebody was said that Gary's got the biggest drinks bottle ever, which is quite cool. <laughs> yeah. um, Hydration, it's important. Cool, blimey. Yeah, I it. just like, uh, it's like a boiler. Beer. <laughs> I won't tell you it's full of beer. <laughs> most, actually, to be honest with you, most of them are questions, so we're probably better off. Well, should we fly through a few of them then? Okay, right, hang on. Uh, some of them are not related to what Gary's talking about, so hang on. Uh, right, do you get question, first question. Do you get running envy when you are injured and can't run, but you see others running? Uh, Hayden? Absolutely. Easy, yeah. easy answer. Killer, Absolutely, 100%. I think that's one of the biggest killers of running, like you say, yeah. is that, and you were just talking about it, is that when you're, when you're injured, you're on the side. And you're seeing I always used to, before I was running, when I was, um, when I was a football reporter, you know, and I used to be talking to footballers and they'd be like, Oh, you know, I've not played in six weeks. It's terrible. You know, they've got an injury and they can't play and all that. I used to sit there and think, what are you moaning about me? <laughs> you know, you're a professional sportsman. You get paid a shed load of money. You're sat on there. You're not even doing it. And, you know, you're moaning. Now I'm a runner. If I can't run for a week, I am climbing the walls, mm. you know. And that's one of, been one of the big eye-opening things that sort of like linking my prof- what I do professionally and what I'm – like my running experience is that I really appreciate what these people go through when they can't do what they want to do. Well, Hayden said about it with the, with the elites. I mean, there, there is there are elites who have you know come out and said that they're suffering with their mental health because they've not been able to train. Even the guys who you know who, who've been hit by COVID and stuff like that, not been able to run, and they've really taken a dive. Some of these you know these elite runners who you know probably got psychotherapists working with them and all this sort of stuff, but genuinely. You know, they have been struggling. You see it with footballers, you know, they get injured, then get dropped, then they get farmed out on loan. And then they and, and they're the guys you, you read about it. Um, you know, they come out and they say, Yeah, genuinely they've been yeah. they've been suffering. So and then you know, they're sort of like twenty three years old, what am I gonna do the rest of my life? Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, One of the best know. examples is um, Kelly Holmes. She She's quite yeah. open about it now. She wasn't back then, well, 20 years ago, Gary, no more than anyone. This wasn't really talked about. Now we're on a, a Friday night, four guys who like a bit of running, talking openly about mental health. Mm. 20 years ago, this wouldn't even happen. No matter anyone, it was seen as, it just, it just wasn't. Well, she was in the army. You just got told to get on with it. Just got Absolutely. told, you know. Absolutely. Cowboy up and crack on. Well, it's like, when, I'll, give, I'll give you an example, Hayden. I went to see the doctor and the doctor just said to me, Oh yeah, we all have ups and downs. Don't worry about it. Wow. I went what? And then wow. and then that's afterwards. Then I got you know told that I had ADHD I, when I went to see. But that's what a doctor told me. You know, yeah. I generally sat there and like looking for help. And they yeah. went, oh, we all get ups and downs. Qualified GP down the road should be struck off. But that's what. But you know, people. You know, they didn't. There wasn't as much awareness around it, you know, and, and people didn't and people didn't talk about it so openly. And I still don't think people talk about it openly enough, um, you know. And but yeah, it's frightening, like as you say, when especially when you know Kelly Holmes in, in the army. I mean, it's it's good now that they they do a lot more for it. But can you imagine back then? So yeah, it's um, it is a tough one. But next question: Do you see a difference between people that run indoors on the treadmill? Versus outdoors in the fresh air and the big blue sky. That's, that's an, I know where they're coming from with that. I don't think that's a question in terms of who's quicker, who's better, and all that sort of stuff. It's more of a how do they yeah, the value of being outside, yeah, the value of being, being outside, nature, fresh air, or getting on a treadmill and drilling it out. Yeah. I mean, hey, did you do much work on a treadmill? I, I don't. I don't. To be honest, so recently where I've been away and it's been like ridiculously hot. You find yourself gravitating to the gym because you've got air mm. conditioning. You go on the treadmill. It, it's different. If you get used to a treadmill and you start on a treadmill, yeah, and if it works for you, absolutely fine. But relating it back to good mental health and goodness for yourself, getting out there, there's nothing better. Going out for a walk can have just as good effect on your mental health as it can going for a run. We're talking about running. Yeah. Going out for a walk will have the same effect. So oh, any exercise. You can find the two, it's, you know, Double yeah, bubble. any exercise. I know myself, you know, some days you, you, you're just having a, a what's it day and, mm. and just to go out and walk the dog or, or just to go out for a stroll can, can make a huge difference in, in relation to the question of blue skies, nature, fresh air uh, and the difference that but makes. Yeah, more, since you started, since you've, you know, done the running and all that, you're more inclined to sort of like be proactive and think, oh, I'll just. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. the dog out for a walk i might cheer up a bit yeah you don't anything like that or i'll go i'll go down i won't take the car i'll, I'll walk down and get a pint of milk you know it's that sort yeah. of it's that sort of mentality i think as you get when you become physically active versus people who, who may not be physically active you you take those options those life choices that probably benefit you without you even knowing it um and you know and that does have a, a positive mm. you know impact on on your mental health the fact that you know i do i do think that it is good treadmill running is amazing and i think it's awesome and those guys who do it and i'll give a shout out to sarah who like um my brother-in-law's friend she runs and she's always placing like second or third or first as female she has all her training on the treadmill and then she'll just rock up and do a run um but I just, I would always recommend, if you can, to get out and run outside. Just take in Mother Nature's playground and enjoy it because it does, you know, we're, yeah. as human beings, we we are meant to be outside. So this is a um, this is a really interesting thing from Penny Penny Rushford, friend of the show. Um, I've recently found myself comparing myself to others at the local running club. Now that it, it, 
this could be, you know, we've talked about injury setbacks and dealing with that sort of thing. I'd imagine that can be something, Gary, that can affect people yeah. once they get so far down the road on the running route. Absolutely. I think, you know, comparison is the killer of happiness, isn't it? You know, like if you're continuously comparing yourself to other people, you know, it's for me, it's about you looking inside and like, again, like celebrating what you do isn't it? rather than comparing yourself to others. And I think, you know, you know, I've had the running club that I belong to, you know, I've had kind of, you know, there's that kind of elitism thing, isn't there? Do you know, uh, you know. Uh, Don't get me started, Gary. Don't yeah, get me started. I, I, it, yeah, I'm going to like put a sock in it because I will have a massive rant about it. Um <laughs> You know what? Sorry, go cut in on Gary, but uh, Rod just made a good point because it goes back to what we were saying on the treadmill question. Mm. He was, he, 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 and it actually links in where he was injured and cheered on club runners uh, to help me feel sorry for myself and enjoy the process. <laughs> it's a really good thing. I just, with the link with park run, you know, go down if you are injured and you are struggling because maybe you are living on your own or whatever and running is your only thing or whatever, go and volunteer at something yeah, yeah. because that can have a massive positive impact on your life and your mental well-being. Not only are you around people, but you've got that purpose. What Gary said at the front end, which was quite interesting, was you've got that purpose back and you've got that reason to get up out of bed. You know, you're someone who can struggle, you know, to some people to get out of the house, you know, to have that purpose in their life that was is not there because of injury or not there because for whatever reason they they can't run or cycle, swim, whatever. Going and volunteering at something is, is is quite powerful, and then it adds goes back to that thing what we just said about being outside, being yeah. you know getting that vitamin B, or is it vitamin D? Which is the yeah. sun? Vitamin D, yeah. isn't it? vitamin yeah. D, getting some of that on you, and, and being um, social, and being yeah, social. and being social, and yeah, and the great thing about part run, and we'll talk about Hayden's adventures in a bit, but you know, is that social element, that community aspect that we thriving through Forty Runs community. Um, there's that social aspect of part run or whatever it is you're doing, you know, being able to talk to somebody, you know, just running along. And, and that's what I always think is that the difference you can make when you're running some along with some, because there's some miserable people out there, right? <laughs> who just don't talk to anyone. And you know what? I've got no time for anybody who's miserable anymore because life's too short, as I've said a million times. Well, that's right. he's a... proposed his girlfriend and not see you anyway. So don't Yeah, it's yeah, I Toby's gone, isn't he? Now he's under the thumb. But it's to, it's to talk to somebody, you know. People get shocked when you when you running along them in a race and you start talking to them. Well, why not? Or if you're at a park run, start start chatting to somebody as you're running along because that person maybe just come out for the first time. They could be out here because they've got the world on their shoulders, and and having that convo with you, be it for three seconds. How you doing, mate? I always get annoyed, right? This really is one of my biggest bugbears, and this is a pre warning to anybody out there. When I get messages from people, the first thing I think of it when I get it, nobody ever asks me how I am. I make a point when I message somebody, I always ask them how they are because that person could be going through anything. And they might think, oh, he's just asked me how I am. I'm all right, actually, Fordy. Not being too, it's a nice way. And it really annoys me when people don't ask me because you, you, you're after saying you don't care. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what that person you're messaging is going through that day. It takes two seconds just to ask them before you get onto what it is you want from them. Just ask them how they are. How's your day been? That can make a big difference to somebody. And it's a tip to, uh, for everybody who's watching this, hopefully. Just ask next time you're thinking about sending a message to someone. Before you do that, just ask them how they are, how their day's been. Or if you're turning up to a club run, just ask them, how are you? How are you doing? Because that could be the point in which they actually open up to you and say, you know what, 40, or, or I mean, I've had a really crap day because, you know, my best friend has just had some bad news. And, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. You know, are you okay? You know, that's the sort of thing. And that support could actually save that. I'm not overdramatizing it. That could actually save somebody's life because they might think, actually, that person cares. And that's the difference. I think we've got into a in, into a real state in 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 our social aspects now, where it's all people just message this, message that. No one really 
cares yeah. as much about you what don't people talk are going to each other, do you? When was the last time you used your phone to talk to so, Well, I used my phone to ring Gary up and say, you've got yeah. connection problems, mate, everything all right. But, but uh, it's true. It's all text, isn't it? You know? Yeah, that, that's the and thing. It, and, it's, and also, when you're texting people, it is so difficult to contextualise your conversation. and Void of emotion. Yeah. Yeah, you can, you know, you can't, you can't articulate when you're having a laugh, when you're deadly serious sometimes, and people can always, you know, most, you know, most of my messages always end with a sort of like crying, laughing emoji because I want people to know that I'm not serious when I'm saying stuff, you know. My point is, is next time you message someone, and even if you take this from this live stream podcast, whatever, just ask them how they are. Because honestly, as runners, I mean, it's great what what Hayden does and, you know, the other satellite group leaders, you know, and, and all these champions that we have in 40 runs, you know, who lead these sessions, you know, they're, they're, they're not providing, but they're putting together a, a, something that people can come up to on a weekly by weekly basis. And they know they can rely on that to, to interact with other human beings. And there is an opportunity there to to talk to somebody if, if that's the case. Right. And that's why it's so powerful. Club communities, everything. Right. Yeah, I just wanted to now, Gary. Gary's done a few technical. Oh, yeah, exactly. right now. Um, I just wanted to say, you know, we were talking about this. Like Penny's mentioned about comparisons with other people. I mean, speaking personally, I would say that being around other people and stuff like that is far more beneficial than it is detrimental to my experience. I get so much more about it by being in the company of other runners rather than worrying too much about what everybody else is doing. But that's, yeah, something you've got to learn. that's something you've got to learn yourself. Gary probably tells yeah. you something you've got to learn yourself. You you want to be around people and you want that social interaction because ultimately that's going to make every aspect of your life a lot better. You learn more. You you become more involved with people. You That's the best thing for your mental health. But you have to find that limit where they become someone you talk to as opposed to someone you want to be or, somewhere, or setting a standard where something yeah. you want to get to because – at times, we're all different. We're all made completely different. Some of us are slow, some are fast, some are tall, some are small. We are what we are. And just, we all interact and we all get on socially. It's so corny, but the world would be a better place. No, you are. You're not corny, mate. It's, it's, you're on the mm. money, I tell you. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an important topic to talk about. Um, and, would you agree and, with that then, Gary? You know what? Yeah, what absolutely. Do you know, like, we're social beings, aren't we? Do you know, like, we're meant to be, like, in, in community, do you know? And, you know, when that's taken away from people, you know, it's devastating. They kind of lose a sense of who they are, a sense of identity. And, you know, with that comparison thing, I guess, you know, like, one of the things that I, that kind of I try and kind of encourage people to think about He's like, you're not the star of anybody else's movie. Do you know what I mean? You're the star of your own movie. And people are more worried about what you think about them rather than what they think about you. And that's the ironic thing about it, isn't it? Do you know, most people are just, you know, most people are the same, aren't they? They're more worried about what you think about them. Yeah. Yeah. It's overthinking. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know? And, you know, you know, and the other thing, like people have got, you know, everyone's got, stuff going on in their lives haven't they you know and you know you're not the star of their movie you know they're more worried about what they got going home indoors or what they got what's happening at work or going down the supermarket and getting what they're going to pick up for shopping later on rather than you know do my you know do my shorts match me top or whatever it is and that goes back to what christian said about and this is why i, I think it's absolutely spot just that conversation star of asking someone yeah. how are you how yeah. are you? you know, how's things? And that would evolve to like what you just described about people saying, yeah, not too bad. I had to do this today. That wasn't too great. And the more they talk about it, the yeah. easier the issues become. The issues the issues disappear. They don't become an issue because they've been shared. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's the thing. You, you know, it's frightening the the, 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 the amount of suicides, right? Mm. Not to take us down a dark place, right? But a lot of that, they say, is because those people are on their own. They've taken that inside and, and they've not been able to share whatever they're going through. And they, the lot, that is their last resort. They can't see any way out of it. So by you saying to somebody, whether it be on a run, bike, cycle, shops, standing in the queue, at, waiting to pick your Chinese up, whatever it is, you know, just to say, you all right? How are you? You know, you just don't know what difference that can make to somebody. And that's, that's the thing for me. I think with anything that I've learned, uh, through 
through everything that you know I've been through, and you know, continue. Well, it comes, to back to the same, comes back to the same thing. This whole mental health thing again is cliche, but all this it's okay not to be okay. It's, we need to talk, and it's the it's the thing that needs to be just pumped into everyone everywhere. Yeah, talk about talk. it. Talk exactly. about it. Openly talk about it. If you are struggling, if you are struggling, if you're not having a, you know a good time. Talk about it. I do. I'll tell, I'll tell Nick. I'll say, Nick, I've got three pads going here. I'm writing down. I've got three lists going, and I still don't know what I'm doing. You know, and I'm up and I'm down, and I'm, I'm left and right, and I'm angry, and the next minute I'm happy, and I'm all over the place. And, you know, I know that I'm hitting the ceilings, and I know I'm going to crash. So, And I'll, I'll, go, I'll then go and tell someone. Or, bless him, you know, he's out there on probably on one knee at the moment, and he won't hear it. But I'll bend Toby's ear for three hours and talk about it. Sigh the other week, poor sigh. I'd I'd had a gut full of it, right? And I'm lucky because I get to run with these guys. Poor sigh that just stood there. I think he just he just ran and just nodded the whole way. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? Because I just literally unloaded on him, right? Yeah. But that's how lucky I am, and that's the other side of running, you know, and, and being part of something like what we've got here as a community and as a club. There's people that you can share. But if you are on your own, right? Because this is the other flip side of it. As Fordy runs with the affiliated club, we do have solo runners. We don't necessarily have satellite clubs all over the country, although I'd love them all over the country. But if you are on your own, get yourself, try and try and get yourself into a local, whether it be a club or a community of, you know, even the park run or whatever, where there is a social aspect of it. So you might then bump into somebody who is also maybe struggling a little bit or whatever. But going back to what Gary said at the start, you then might have a bit of a purpose and it might just pull you out of that hole that you might be going down that you can't get out of because you've got something when you wake up and you go, all right, tonight I've got to go and do X. And it might just be that little bit of fire under you that keeps you from going down that really, really dark place. Now, Wilco, uh, um, we've got quite a few questions. We've done 43 minutes. Mate. We'll rattle through them. Uh, there was one right at the front end, and we'll pick that one up because I want to get Hayden's answer on it, really. I know what your answer will be because it'll be, no, I only do 60%. Um, <laughs> uh, we went, hang on, we went through a time. Was it? We went through, what was this? We went through a time when it was illegal to go and see friends. Yeah, that's true. It's true I think this is, uh, this is this is a great point for James Henson. That we went through a time when it was illegal yeah. to go and see friends. I think it's made people appreciate the simpler things in life. I definitely think that we've, in the last 18 months, we've hit a bit of a reset button. Yeah, yeah, I I, I concretely I concretely I completely agree completely with that. Agree. <laughs> yeah, that and all. Um, again, can't do two things at once because I'm trying to scroll through this. Uh, where was it? It was. I'm trying to find this question. It's on there. The good news is, Wilco, we haven't had any trainer questions tonight, which is good news. Right, so here it is. This is not for you, Wilco, because I know the answer. <laughs> It's not. It's got nothing to do with mental health, by the way. So I apologise to everybody. Yeah, but chip in, Gary. Feel free to offer a yeah, right, right. So, Yeah. Oh, no, that's not it. Um, <laughs> I have been to Burnley and it wasn't I've been to Burnley as well. Uh, right, which ultra marathon are you running next year? Uh, this is Cam Manuka. I'm doing the Wall 2023 on June the 17th. So I want to throw that out to Hayden. Hayden, what ultra are you doing next year? <laughs> You've thrown that out to me because you know and you do know. <laughs> they're, they're, they're just, they're, it's not for me. <laughs> not You're not for doing me. an ultra. I've been the first to admit it and people will <laughs> shoot me down in flames. They're not for me. Yeah, but, he really run, but Hayden, you run 30 miles. You did You did the Harp 24, right? And that's what <laughs> doesn't make any sense to me. You say you won't do an ultra, <laughs> but he went around over 30 miles in less than 24 hours because you had to do it. So you did an ultra. I was taking one for the team. Yeah, I know. But so I think <laughs> I think genuinely I've, I've had a brilliant idea, right? Oh, God. <laughs> No, I've had a brilliant idea for next year. I've got Toby working on a top secret, right? Top secret mission for us next year, right? It involves some miles that are over 26, right? But, Hayden, I can promise you an ice cream. So if I can sort it out, are you up for it? If you swap the ice cream for a beer, I'll think about it. Oh, okay. All right, yeah. And we, uh, the good news is we'll have a support vehicle. It's a little oh. black Mercedes A-Class, and she lives in Harlow. 
she doesn't want it that much. But she, so we'll have a support vehicle as a Mercedes, so you can have a lay down in that. But <laughs> I, I think next year could be when we break Hayden's ultra duck. Hmm. Uh, there's no point Wilco doing it, as I said, because he'd have oh, to be more oh, oh, what? Ultras lend themselves to um, 60% are made for ultras. You think so? You spend a lot of time eating yeah. and walking. So what you're saying is, Wilco, you're you're up for this as well. You So you all heard it here. <laughs> uh, I prefer more the, information. It's the 26th of August, 2000, and they both just said that they're doing it. Uh, Gary, over to you. Are you doing it? Uh, if Wilco's doing it, I'll definitely do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody has signed up. If they know Gary, Wilco's going to do your it. Diary, mate? What, what sort of races are you up to and what are you doing? Me? Yeah. Um, Great North Run in a couple of weeks. That was my oh, first cool. We'll ever, see you there. Yeah, that was my first ever race last year. That behind me. Um, oh, brilliant. Then I've got... There's a, I've got a couple of off-road halves and a 10-miler. Um, I'm going to go to IB for next year and do that with you, Mob. Really? Yeah. That's going to be like an ultra. Yeah, I'm just kind of – I don't know whether to do the full one or the half. I've only ever done one full marathon, and it absolutely broke me. But I think <laughs> probably because I did it – I did the Manchester Marathon two weeks after I did the Great North Run last year, and that was mm. a bit too much too soon, I think. Yeah, that is a that is a lot. That is a lot. I actually, um, I'm doing a half in Ibiza. Yeah, I think I think there's going to be a lot of um, a lot of people who are going to be moving from Ibiza when they know that you lot are coming. Um, <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, by the way, if this is your first time listening to this amazing. Oh, it's going to be award winning. So we say that now. Uh, award winning, the biggest. The, sorry, the fifth biggest podcast in Peru. Um, this is your first time next year for Helen's fiftieth. And you wouldn't, you'd think she was 18, not 50. I'll get kudos for that later, boys. Um, <laughs> she's got a birthday party next year in Ibiza, and everybody is basically sacking everything else off and heading yeah, over to Ibiza, Ibiza. In, in, in April. Um, so if you are planning a holiday to Ibiza, don't go in April because it'll be ruined. <laughs> um, right. So I tell you what, I do want to get to, Wilco, before we finish, because we okay. are getting that. Um, who says award winging? Award winging. That's probably quite true. There must be. A, see that. Look. <laughs> no, that is award winging. That is us. Especially after the open this morning, when I didn't even show the um, thing. How do I get these things off? Sorry about it. Right. So yeah, uh, last week was it? Last week I can't remember the part run. We we need to know about oh, yeah the Wales. Wales part run. Hayden. Oh. Firstly, if anybody's seen it, was the the best picture that came out of it was Hayden absolutely ruined and broken on the bus on the way home. He was, he was like, comatized. He, he yeah. just, he was done. So, folks, this was the latest 40 Runs Extreme Park Run, which uh, Hayden was one of the ringleaders on, along with um, our good friend Alan. Um, heading off down, and Carolyn, you're heading off down, you're headed off down to the Seven Bridge, didn't you, and did the one down there. Got up at some godforsaken hour. Yeah, and you're running. Yeah, well, we 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 had different pickup points. We had a coach. We had one pickup point in sort of Dartford, Kent, at four in the morning. One in Surrey at sort of quarter to five in the morning, and one at Heathrow at half five. So everyone was up really early, but everyone was in good spirits, to be fair. And we headed on down to Seven Bridge, done the park run there. Sort of when I say took took over, we took over. It was honestly we. It's, it's under, it, the start and the finish is under this tunnel and the echo is just incredible. So as soon as the 40 guys finished, we were sort of lining the tunnel and clapping and cheering everyone in. It was loud. It was loud <laughs> as anything. The atmosphere, was it was just fantastic. I think the run director pulled one of our guys, so I think it might have been Big Chloe or maybe it was Alan, and just literally commented saying, this is one of the most, this is the best part run we've had for ages. Oh, simple that's amazing. Oh. Simple, simple as that. The ho- everything about it, everything that 40 Runs running community stands for, yeah. it, 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 it was on full show that day. It really, really was. As a community, fantastic. Bang I on. just wanted to give a shout out to my mate, Tracy Cooper, who goes uh, to yeah. Hartford with us, because she's done she's done three park runs. She's done Panzanger, which is the one that's across oh. the road from her. She, you know, she oh. can walk there. She went to Dublin and she went to Wales. And that's it. She's only done three park runs. <laughs> 
I tell you what, Shelby signed up for the next one as well. She, oh she, yeah. I must be honest. We had 50, 52 people on the coach, and another like twelve or thirteen of us there. And I don't think there's not one of them that wouldn't have said that they'd, they'd do it all over again next week. It literally was that. It, it was that sort of day. Everything have about we, it. Aiden, can we? Can we? Can we give a date out? Can we give any direction out when it's potentially coming, or can, can we f- confirm anything? What What can we say to all the people out there who might be wanting to get involved in this, whether they're podcast listeners? And how random is this, right? And I, I uh, oh, well, give a shout. Her name was Ruth Champion. I asked yeah, there we go. Name. She was running along in Broxbourne, stopped mid run, really? and went. I'm just listening to you guys on the headphones. Looked quite confused because she was listening to us as we were standing there <laughs> and then joined the session and then had to put up with the hill session that Toby gave her. <laughs> and then she ran home. It was absolutely brilliant. So if you're a long run show listener yeah. and you, and you've not joined the 40 runs Facebook community, you, you need to do that, especially if you're living in Mongolia where it's now law. Well, um, we're doing well in Peru as well. We were 50 yes, Peru. You need to, you need to, um, Make sure you join that. But basically, yeah. there's going to be another. There's going to be a part three. Is that right, Hayden? Am I getting this ahead is, of myself? This is right. And as you just said, the best way to be part of this, and honestly, you, you're going to want to be part of it, is to join the Facebook uh, page of Running Community by 40 Runs. And I believe there could be a post going out as early as tomorrow with some details. Oh, are Exclusive. you able to give us any clues regarding a venue? Oh, it's not worth my life. It's that bad. It's that bad. I've had Mel. So Mel, Mel Howes, fan of the oh. show. Storm. Star of the show, mate. I had her last night, literally. She had me, ugh, honestly, all night. All, she badgered me, badgered me for details of the new one. But <laughs> it's, it's top secret. And by the way, I need to go back to that point. Chris's favourite photo was of me. Yeah. Being absolutely just, I had enough. I was done. I was asleep on the coach <laughs> on the day. If anyone ain't seen it, the best picture you've got to see it. Honestly, if you go on the group, you'll find it. There's a picture of our Mel House. Oh yeah, honestly. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's incredible. Um, Hayden, also, you've got a special run with your Surrey group this week that you wanted to uh, highlight. Yeah, we have. Chris actually touched on something about us a couple of weeks ago. With the community, whenever one of our own needs help, we're always going to be there for them. That, that, that's that without a doubt. With Matt, with the football shirts, etc. One of our very own, uh, Rich Quinn. Uh, sadly, I'm not sure how many people know the story, but he his son passed away mm-hmm. from a complete unknown heart problem that he had at the age of 25. Really sad, just in the middle of the night, completely mm-hmm. random. No one knew nothing about it. It, it. It's a really, really touching and sad story. And he's one of our own. He's a big 4D. So he started to raise awareness and money about this, about the heart disease, about people having their hearts checked. He started to raise a load of money as for standard checks for people to go and get these done to see if they have these heart problems. And he's raised enough money for that. And now he's moving on. He's pushing this and pushing it. And he wants defibrillators put into a lot more public places. So to publicise this, he's come up with this run for Dan. Dan was his boy. And everyone, a lot of people have signed up and you make a donation to his page He's provided T-shirts for everyone and quite a few people have got the run from Dan. Throughout September, you're going to see a few posts throughout the whole 41's community, people doing the run for Dan. Our stand at the Surrey one, we're going to meet up this Thursday, quite a few of us, and proudly display our T-shirts in, in, in honour of him and showing that, you know, this is a community. We all come together. You know, it, it's tough. It, it's, it's, it's not a nice story. And it happens. And he's been strong. It ties in well with the show today. Mental health, things like that, that, that could really break you but with the community and people around you this is what we're here for well, everyone's here to help each other yeah absolutely I've, I've got the absolute pleasure of, of spending a fair amount of time with rich and absolutely absolutely love the guy and um yeah what he's doing is, is incredible so yeah i think uh, it goes back to his full circle in terms of yeah. you know what running can do through absolute yeah. despair grief you know whatever you're facing there's always that option and it's it's not going to solve your problems people right but it can it can help it can smooth out that ride a little bit and as i always say if if if, if i'm i i don't medicate because i run and pe- that's what you know and that's the thing with me if, and i know if i'm not running i get a bit twitchy <laughs> and and i and i can feel like as i said i've got those triggers that i know that are coming and and running sort of smooths out the ride for me so 
you know, it is there. It is is a comfort blanket that I pull on, and and it can be the same for people out there. It, there there are benefits. So, just because you've gone into that hole and you think the last thing you want to do is go out for a run, go out for a walk, you know. And and like as we just said, it, that will then reignite that whole process of of the of the purpose of the fresh air of the yeah. you know human the nature and that sort of stuff and getting that mind back into that equilibrium that it needs to be into function properly and and you move forward as a human being yeah. um Spot. Spot. like i always say <laughs> we only get one rodeo people so make sure that you um whatever works for you 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 use that as a as a as a, as a weapon to to keep you on the straight and narrow and running is a powerful thing because of because of what we spoke about, because of the community aspect, because of the purpose, because of the health benefits, because of the fact it makes you not necessarily go for that double Big Mac. You may just go for the cheeseburger. You think I've got to run in the morning. You know, there's those there's those little benefits to being a runner that can actually really physically and most importantly, mentally make a huge, huge difference. Right, Wilco, I've got some um, potentially bad news for you. For me personally? <laughs> yes. I've got to do, you may have forgotten, I've got to do the outro. So oh. I would I would appreciate it if you could sort of take over for the next minute or two. And just, um, Okay, well, I'll rattle yeah. through all the... Um, yeah, because I need to figure out what goes business now. stuff then. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I think you've done an excellent job. You're getting the hang of this, though, mate. I think yeah, I thought the better. start was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we didn't get off to the best of starts, perhaps, but then, uh, you know, it's not how you start, it's how you finish, isn't it? And, uh, Absolutely. Well, we'll see how you get on. Yeah, so I was going to say, let's wait real quick. <laughs> Gary, thanks ever so much for joining us. Um, I'm sure there'll be an opportunity, perhaps again for another time, we can talk about some stuff if uh, things come up. Yeah, it's, time, to it's, it's been my absolute pleasure. I feel really blessed like that you've, that you've had me on and listened to me waffle on. And apologies for the internet. No problem, mate. It's yeah, Tim Berners-Lee's problem, not yours. <laughs> thanks ever so much for coming, and we look forward to seeing you in Newcastle. Yeah. Um, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for all your support and um, answering everybody's questions and stuff. Um, everybody, if um, if you can, I just, not, can, I just have, can I have one shout this? out? Can I get one shout out quickly? Yes. Because tomorrow, part of our Surrey club, we've got two young ladies. They like me calling them young ladies. Mother and daughter, Angela Maxson and Jamie Maxson. Angela is running her three hundredth park run. Wow. And her daughter, Jamie, is running her 200th exactly the same day. Both Where are they? They're bushy. Park, both 4Ds, both absolute, what's fantastic achievement for both of them. So I promise to give them a little shout out. Oh, that's great, mate. Yep. Best of luck with that for tomorrow, folks. Um, thank you very much for joining us. Um, if you didn't manage to catch us on the live stream, um, you can always download us um, on uh, Spotify, Amazon, or um, Apple, your favourite podcast provider of choice. You'll find us there. Hopefully, Chris will get that out there, and that should be there from sort of like about half past eight on a Friday. Um, take us on your long run. Thank you very much. Thanks to our sponsors, Sketches. Thanks to Gary again for um, coming to see us. Um, remember, please, um, you've got a couple of weeks to think of all your London Marathon questions that you didn't think you had to ask. Bung them in an email. Send them to longrunshow at gmail.com, and we will get through those, hopefully in um, our pre-record in a couple of weeks. Next week, we're all looking forward to the big half, which is going to be fantastic. I'm really charged for that because that was the first one I ever did, and I've not done it for four years, so I'm really looking forward to it. Sabrina will be along. I think Sabrina's coming along next week. She'll be out with us and uh, bring a bit of um, sanity at the operation. So um, she'll be with us. Um, We've got post-race drinks all sorted at the Gypsy Moth. Oh, oh well, one more to we'll one. Yeah, good shout. Yeah, yeah. So we'll talk about all the arrangements, all the good bits about doing the big half, and um, we'll move on to that next week. Thank you very much for joining us again. We shall see you next week. Oh, do I need to play the outro thing now? Yeah, that's how it works, mate. Oh, right. <laughs> then. Bye, everybody. I'm <laughs> sorry about this. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches.
the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 